This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Until the Gold Club opens. Make it rain. Vinny and Haney. Better grab an umbrella. 1057 The Fan. You know, how they marry their run and their pass game with the, with the actions and the movements on early downs is definitely a big challenge of what you're trying to take away at any given moment. They do as just as good as anybody in the league, and a lot of it looks the same with the guys, so a lot of, a lot of it comes down to our communication. You guys know Marlon, and Marlon at his best is uh, as good as they come. So glad that he's feeling better, you know, and he's, he's trying to get up to speed, but he looks good right now out there for sure. Sometimes in the bye week as you assess things, you've got to be careful to not overreact because you, you do want to clean up some of the things that you think you have a chance to look at and get better at, but remember some of the things you're really good at and kind of try to build on that. You know, it's, it's a challenge. I mean, just like every week in this league for a player of his caliber and, and the guys around him that have really picked up their play, it's a real challenge. They do a great job schematically. They're well coached. They play hard. They play well connected together. Mm-hmm. That's Todd Munkin, Ravens offense coordinator, talking about Aaron Donald. And a guy that can wreak some havoc in a big way, certainly when he's on his A game, multiple time defensive player of the year. Standout defensive lineman for a Rams team that now has things to play for yep. at six and six. So they have some playoff hopes. And then you just heard Todd Munkin say, hey, man, this dude's a, he's kind of a beast and he's going to be an interesting task. For them, they do have uh, some injuries on the uh, offense and defense that we'll get into. But Aaron Donald, motivated, and I'm assuming he will be, taking on the Ravens Sunday. That's a tall ask for anyone assigned to prevent him from uh, getting to Lamar Jackson. Here. Yeah, he's he's from Pittsburgh, so maybe he's got some family or friends maybe that will come over for the game. Um, but he's still he's still playing. Well, I mean, when you watch him on film, he's still got explosiveness. He's still got quickness. Um, and I think hear Todd talk about, too, you know, like uh, in passing situations, they put him out at defensive end and let him rush over to tackles. So he'll be out there some. He'll be inside. So um, the two guards in the center, they got to be working together, head on a swivel, Lindenbaum. So that's going to be that's going to be interesting. But he's still – a very good player. And, you know, Todd talks about how they're all, like, connected. and they're, Fundamentally, they're good. They do a very nice job, fundamentally. Um, so they they do. But there's a reason they're 6-6. Six and six. Um, And I eating th- a three-game winning streak to get to 6-6, six and six, by the way. Right. And, yeah, having – who was it that uh, Seattle missed the, the field goal to win it at the end – Otherwise, they they wouldn't be. But you know, so be it. They are, and Stafford's playing playing better. But Bob, like um, we heard Mike McDonald earlier, they're going to run a ton of boots. You know, early downs, boots and play action pass, a ton. 
because then they'll um, with the play action pass to get the ball deep, they'll kind of max protect, try to try to give him more protection there so he, he can take his seven step drop and get the ball deep. Otherwise a ton on first down. Against Seattle, who brought a lot of people a lot of times, which the Ravens do, they were they were booting a ton. And I expect that um again. And the rain's gonna be a factor. I mean it is what it is. It's ninety percent chance of rain. And it's going to be raining on Sunday. Now, getting back to the uh, the uh, Rams defense, is Donald still as relentless? No, as a defender as he used to be. He doesn't chase as hard. I, I think he kind of picks his spots, Bob, because he's what thirty two. So um, he not. I, I would imagine he's probably playing seventy percent if he plays that much because he rotates in and out, but. Um, he can be very disruptive because he's so quick and so explosive off the ball. So he's he still can be dominant, but he's just not consistent as he was. And like like I said, he doesn't chase. He, he picks his spots when he's going to chase. Now, Michael Hoyt, one of their big defenders, he yep. hasn't practiced in two days. So as Vinny, we get through Wednesday and Thursday with non-participation do we look at Friday as the end-all, be-all date for him, whether or not he'll be on the field Sunday at 1 o'clock against the Ravens? I would say um, it would be I, – I would think it'd be trending downward. Yeah, four and a half sacks this year. Yeah, if he didn't – and he's got 55 tackles. So, I mean, he's been a productive guy for him. Um, but uh, I would – he'll probably be listed as questionable or doubtful. Questionable is what, 50-50? Yeah, he's been at DNP for two days here. Yeah, so uh, the, that'll be – and a guy who requires running in his skills, I, I would say he's probably going to be doubtful. So we heard his, uh, Vinny mentioned Mike McDonald talking about Marlon Humphrey. And Marlon Humphrey's going to play this week. Yep. He's been back at practice. Lamar Jackson did not practice yesterday dealing with an illness. Same with Rashad Bateman on Wednesday, but he was back fully yesterday. So, again – We'll just defer to the experts, but if it's an illness, maybe there's something going around, everybody's coughing a little bit, maybe a little queasy in the stomach area. So no Lamar, which by the way is the first practice, at first anything he's missed going back to training camp. Yeah. Well, the thing about it is, Bob, what you don't want, you know, if a guy says, because they come in in the morning and maybe, you know, I'm not feeling well, and you want to get them out of the building because you don't want, everybody else to get sick that's that's the big reason why you send them home i mean it'd be all right bateman you know well he can fight through it yeah but then uh two days later there's six other dudes that are sick <laughs> right which has happened here by the way yeah video at 81057 the pad featured artist friday that reveal coming up in a couple of minutes you want to get in you can at four tap five eight three one oh five seven ravens now seven and a half point favorites over the la rams why do you think it's so much bob Seven and a half? Yeah, that seems like a lot. Ravens at home, coming off a bye. It's not like the Rams are world beaters here. No. And they haven't beaten anyone of major significance coming from west to east in the rain now. I think that half a point that went up from seven might have something to do with it. And I guess the Ravens have been dominating the NFC this year. And the Ravens would be favored in L.A., too. Oh, Let's yeah. not uh, forget about that. I think seven and a half is quite appropriate, to be totally honest okay. with you. 
given the circumstances. But no Lamar yesterday with an illness. You want to get in your predictions, your concerns for it. L.A. with a lot to play for. They're still in the playoff mix in the NFC. They're tied for second in the NFC West behind San Francisco. And Sean McVay is a brilliant coach, as he has proven, been in a couple of Super Bowls, won one of them. Matthew Stafford, seven touchdowns, only one pick in his last two games. So I could see where the Rams could be an interesting foe mm-hmm. for Baltimore. But we fully expect, yeah. unless the Ravens beat themselves, like Ravens play their best, Rams play their best, Ravens win. Yes. Ravens play 70%, Rams play 90%, Ravens lose. Yeah. I, I Bob, I just think that the Rams are going to have a hard time getting open, to be totally honest. And if that's the case, if they're having a hard time getting open, then um, pressure is going to get to Stafford. And, Bob, I was thinking about this. I mean, technology with the way it is nowadays, if Lamar's home, I'm guessing he probably can watch practice on his computer and all. they can probably hook it up where he watches practice. He can be involved in the meetings and the whole deal. So I'm guessing it. it's not like you go home and you're totally divorced from everything. You're probably you're just not there in person. Well, he did say when he met with the media a couple of days ago, he took a break from football during the bye week. But yeah. Sure, he's all business now. He did practice on Wednesday, just a little bit. Well, they practiced Monday, yeah. So they they got the extra one in, so that probably helped him. Yeah, this a week. little under the weather last night. If you missed it on uh, Thursday night football, New England beat Pittsburgh twenty one eighteen. Steelers have now lost back to back games at home. Yeah. to two and ten teams. How's that tasted, Steeler fans? Tasted pretty bitter, isn't it? They were cheering Pittsburgh fans. They were crying into those uh, ugly towels. But they were uh, they were cheering and uh, chanting for Mason Rudolph. Yeah. How about that? Mitch Trubisky, former number two overall pick in the draft. Yeah. It, it was, I mean, it was, it was a good competitive game, but it was not great football. I guess that's. That's the way to put it. And the thing is, with uh, New England getting out to the fast start, that they hit the over yeah. by halftime, which was 30 and a half. But for Pittsburgh, playoff hopes now take a significant, significant blow. The only thing they got going for them, Bob, they're 3-1 and one in the division. They're 5-4 and four in the conference. But otherwise, yeah. I mean, if you can't beat the two teams they just lost to at home, you don't deserve to be in the playoffs. Absolutely not. News coming out of Major League Baseball yesterday is Bloomberg News reporting that David Rubenstein, or Steen, I don't know how to pronounce it, to be honest with you, from Baltimore, went to City College, mm-hmm. founded the car. You knew that? No. Founded the Carlisle Group in talks oh, yeah. to possibly purchase the Orioles. Now, I'm not getting my hopes up or down because I don't really know exactly where this is going. The Angelos family owns the Orioles and have since 1993. Peter Angelos bought the Orioles for, what, 300 mil plus 375. Their estimated worth right now, according to Forbes, is $1.75 billion. Peter Angelos, unfortunately, because of health issues, is no longer running the team. Right. John is. His wife is actually the decision maker. And then Lou and John, we remember the uh, legal uh, rigmarole they went through. 
where yeah. the brothers sued each other, yeah. which was unfortunate. I don't know David Rubenstein. Isn't from he Adam. like 77 years old? 74. 74. From Baltimore. Let's stress that. Lives in Bethesda. Does he have kids? That, he uh, has three. And his estimated worth is over $4 billion. Mm-hmm. According to one media outlet, Forbes says it's more like 3.6. Either way, it's billions of dollars, enough to purchase the Orioles. Now, I know a lot of people got excited about this news. I would pump the brakes in a big way before getting carried away about a a sale happening anytime soon. And according to the report, there are other parties interested in possibly buying the team as well. But as we say in the media world, certainly now in social media, and all of the people that have their fingers in this, where there's smoke, there's fire. No doubt. You would assume. Maybe you connect connect the dots, why the lease hasn't been done yet, by the way, which expires at the end of the year. Hey, Peter Angelos made his millions and billions in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. His kids grew up in Baltimore. Doesn't necessarily mean because you're from Baltimore that everything's going to be kumbaya. Your buddy Daniel Snyder grew up a Redskins fan. Yep. How'd that work out? As well, some would say, be careful what you wish for. Yeah. So I don't know. This guy's run a successful empire. John Angelos inherited an empire. This guy's a co-founder of his. So I think there's a difference there. I, I wouldn't. You know what would be interesting? Then again, I have no idea. Yeah. Bob, how many guys that inherited teams or were given teams have been successful compared to guys that, you know, like the Bashadis that had to earn their own money? It wasn't mommy and daddy's money. Well, let's see. Eddie DeBartolo bought the 49ers. Dad did. Well, the dad did. Yes. That Eddie got it. Yep. And now York is the grandson? Um, well, the nephew? This Eddie's, uh, Eddie's sister. So, but yeah, yeah, he's a lineage guy. Yep. Who probably had a silver spoon shoved up his Oh, no doubt. And recent history of the 49ers says whatever he's doing has been on point after some concerns early in his tenure of owning the team. Well, look at the Raiders. Well, that's become a debacle. Now, Al Davis, who was one of the more brilliant sports uh, entrepreneurs, he started losing his fastball and decisions got a little dicey. And now his son... I mean, they're cashing that check. It's all that matters. But, I mean, the guy can't even get a proper haircut. Yeah. Would you expect him to run a team properly? I mean, I mean dude, does, you got a mirror? Is there a mirror that works in this guy's house? Cuts it straight. I mean, come on, man. I mean, I didn't even gel up today, and I got better hair than this, dude. You know what I mean? How about Steinbrenner? Same thing. He's been handed. Sure, no doubt yeah. about it. And we'll see. Yeah. He's not as impulsive as the old man was, or Aaron Boone would have been gone. Cashman years ago. But either way, I know you're excited, anti-Angelo's people. I don't know how to feel about this yet until it starts becoming more on the real side. But the fact that we're even talking about a possible sale means that there could be some sort of realness. How did it come out, Bob? Bloomberg News reported so it yesterday. Who so somebody leaked it. Either either the Angelos's or I wouldn't Rubenstein. It does know him no good, right? Yeah. Angelos would do him good if he if he is, and you know he's saying others are involved. He wants to get it up. 
It's Vinny and Haiti, 1057. The money the up. So there's that. 410-583-1057 is the number if you want to get in. Ravens and Rams. <laughs> Ravens, big favorites here. Orioles could be for sale. Who knows? Hey, Steelers lose to another 2-10 team. Hey, Pittsburgh, I like to feel bad for you, but I don't. I think it's actually pretty fun. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Their experience in sports varies. Of course, uh, Vinny's got uh, experience in the NFL, and I sucked at uh, electric football. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 Fan. You know, sitting here now at 9-3, and you know, know that there's an opportunity, but it comes with the same thing that we've been doing, you know, for the first 12 games. It's just finding ways to win football games, finding ways to be elite. So now Beckham Jr., Ravens receiver, going up against his former team, and we'll hit, uh, hear him talk about that later in the show. But Ravens understand the significance of the mm-hmm. final five games. They're 9-3. and three. Right now they're the number two seed in the AFC behind the Miami Dolphins, a team they'll play down the stretch here. Miami, interesting ball club. They feast on the scrubs, mm-hmm. which you're supposed to do. Yep. But they can't beat the good teams. And the Ravens are a good team. And the Ravens, three losses. Well, Pittsburgh, seven drop passes. Not to make excuses. Right. Colts. At the time, we thought should have been an easy win. They're in the playoffs. Now the Colts are in the playoff hunt big time. And then Cleveland, which became a shootout game. Ravens should have won what it could have should have every single game. Mm-hmm. Miami, though, if you're a team with a gaudy record, they kind of pull your pants down. Now, are they ready to rise to the occasion? We know their offense is capable of brilliant things. They have 17 running backs that can all do uh, fabulous stuff. Quarterback is as accurate as anybody Wide receivers, uh, Tyreek Hill's an MVP candidate. But I'm not saying I don't buy them, Vinny. But I don't know. I'm not viewing them as a formidable, well, let's say the team to beat in the AFC. Bottom line is the Ravens play them later, and if the Ravens handle their business for the most part before them, 
that could be for the number one seed. Bob, I'll say this. If the Dolphins get the number one seed, they're going to be dangerous because they're 5-0 and at home, right? I mean, they're great, great at home. They're not so great on the road. I mean, they've been blown out on the road. But at home, pretty them and the Cowboys, if those are the two teams that desperately need the number one seed in each division because there is a huge discrepancy between home and away. Dolphins, three losses, not to make it all about them. They got blown out of Buffalo a week after they scored 70 yeah. against Denver. They lost to the Eagles in Philadelphia. Competitive game, but the score says, I mean, mm. Philly won by 14, 31-17, and then they lost to Kansas City. So in their step-up kind of games, they haven't stepped well, up. What's the scores of their home games? Because they're all blowouts, I think, aren't Let's they, Let's see, 70-20 to 20 against uh Denver, 31-16 Giants, 42-21 Panthers, 31-17 New England. They lost at home to KC. Edge the Raiders, 20-13. Says here they're 5-0 at home, the Dolphins. I'm looking at uh, versus Kansas City. Was that one of them uh, European games? I believe it was that Germany. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was European. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's right when Casey got the, the stupid yeah. score there. So there you go. So I, I, I think, Bob, I, I'm not worried. I wouldn't be worried about them if, if they're coming to my house. If I got to go to their house, it's going to be tough because that's, uh, I mean, going to love the weather, but they're used to that. And that, that uh, because I think the cold, if the weather is what it's supposed to be, Bob, Sunday here, if it is New Year's Eve, I think that's huge advantage, Ravens. It's 5880 the fan. You want to get in? Now's your chance. Sports at 583-1057 is the number. Orioles could be for sale. We don't know. They've never been publicly. The Angelosans have never said, like, learners. Yeah. Hey, we're trying to sell the team. Orioles have never said that, the Angelos family. But Bloomberg News reporting David Rubenstein, Baltimore native, could be in talks to buy the team, which, according to Forbes, is worth upwards of $1.7 billion. And they were bought 30 years ago for less than $400 million smackaroos. And there's the, the tax... And Peter's alive if they sell the team. There's a tax. I mean, I'm not a legal expert. If you are, feel free to get in and explain it. And they would be behooved, as morbid as it sounds, to wait till he moves into the next dimension to sell the team because it would save them uh, millions of dollars in doing so. But I know the uh, uh, the fan base would like to see the Orioles sell, be sold, because we think the Orioles are going to start spending $300 million on player salaries. I don't see having. I don't think. I don't think it's prudent. Yeah. Well, to me, what would be prudent is Bob. If I was a new owner coming in, you know, would be the first two things I'd do: lower beer prices. Well, I for you, I'd do that <laughs> for but, Bob Haney only. <laughs> but what I would do is I would sign Rutschman and Gunner, and I'd make a statement: I'm keep, I'm, I'm paying my young guys. Uh, you know, I'm keeping them. Yep, get this lease nonsense well, straight out. That would, like that, that would be dumb. You would have because you get six hundred million clams right out the gate yeah. for even agreeing to do so. So get on in here. Let's get out to the phones. Ravens seven and a half point favorites over the Rams. Let's go to Rosedale. It's Tony Rosedale. Tony, how you doing, brother? 
Happy uh, Happy doing? Featured Artist Friday. Bob Marley, by the way. Sorry to uh, overlook that one. Oh, okay. How you guys doing today? I got I got a Oyo's statement, a Ravens, and I got a GM question for you, Vinny. Okay. But with with the Oyo's, real quick, I want to touch on this Kimbrough signing. To me, thirteen million for a closer. I didn't think the Oyo's would do that because I thought guys like DL Hall, Cano, and whoever wasn't in the starting rotation for a year. So you would try to go closer by committee and take that money into a top-notch starter because, to me, going down the stretch, the starting pitcher was more of a problem even after Batista went out than a closer. I just thought they would allocate that money toward a starter and go closer by committee. I, you know, I didn't think they would spend $13 million on a closer like that. And that was by far the most money that Elias has spent on a particular player. And the Gibson got ten mil. I mean, they gave what Michael Givens four or five last year for four innings, right. basically of uh, performance. I think if they're going to get a starting pitcher, Tony, it's going to be via the trade route, looking more okay. for a controllable guy. I got no problem, okay. Tony. Them paying third. You, you're a team that's won over hundred games. You're you're in a different ballpark now. You know, I mean, for the last right. year and a half, they've been one right. of the best teams no in doubt. baseball, going back to the middle of 2022. And D.L. Hall, Tyler Wells, they might be in the rotation next year for all we know. All right. Okay. Uh, on to my Ravens before my question to you, Vinny. Uh, I agree with everything you said, Bob. I can't see a team coming the East Coast, a marginal team. They're not Kurt Warner Rams or whatever. Coming here, beating a well-rested team coming off a of bye in bad weather conditions. So I like the Ravens 30-16 to 16. I, uh, oh, you think they can score that? You think they'll score? The only way they'll get to 30 in that kind of weather, in my opinion, if the Rams turn it over. Right. But the Ravens sometimes have a problem of letting a great defensive player cause havoc. Miles Garrett, T.J. Watt. As long as they control, like you said, Aaron Donald, keep them to a minimum or whatever, I think they'll well, be okay. The, the, best, the best equalizer may be the wet turf. Because all right. of a sudden, you know, I mean, it's not that dry turf, and his thing is his get-off and quickness. All of a sudden, you're right. slipping and sliding. That would be a benefit Ravens. Because Clowney rushing the passer, he'll be bull rushing and doing those types of things. So he doesn't count on that like Donald does. Right. Uh, Vinny, I got, can you put your GM hat back on? I got a question for you. <laughs> He's wearing it right now, yeah. as a matter of fact. Okay. Really? Uh, how much do you take into account the way teams and players respond to an interim head coach when it comes to your decision whether to extend that, that coach for, the, for two or three years? Because two teams are getting what they deserve. I'm talking about Carolina and the Raiders. They had interim head coaches, Steve Wilkes, and I forgot the guy the Raiders had the year before last. And he took him to the playoffs. Oh, uh, the they, special teams guy, Bobby Basaccia. Basaccia, Rich Basaccia. Right. But, and, and they decided not to keep those guys, and they both hit the tank. They're getting what they deserve. My question is to you, how much do you take into account the player's response to that interim coach <laughs> based on – you know, maybe they may not be the greatest X and O guy when it comes to making a decision on interim coaches. Well, the, the only problem with all that is it's the owner's call. And depending on your market, if you're a big market and it's Richie Bisaccia, 
then the owner's like, you know, who, what's he, how's he going to sell tickets? Who, you know, I mean, they always think the grass is greener and things are better. That that's the thing, and I can get somebody better. A lot of times, you, you can't. You go get that shiny toy, and the toy's not so good, like uh, Josh McDaniels. Yeah, he had already like had a flirtation with him. Yeah. Anyway, but just like Gruden when he went. But when Terry Rabisky part of the equation when you were in Washington, he was never getting the head job. But he got. Oh, he got. The he interim. was the interim. Yeah, yeah. Because Bob, I mean, to be totally honest, Ray Rhodes was offered it, and Ray's Ray's like, no, I ain't getting involved in that. And then, uh, <laughs> and then they were going to hire Pepper Rogers. <laughs> Pepper Rogers. They were. We're Bob. We're in Georgia Dan- Tech. Pepper Rogers. Pepper, I used to call him Pepper Gomez. Yeah. <laughs> we were in Dan's office, and Fred Drasner was one of the owners at the time. And I'm just sitting there, and Carl Swanson, PR guy, and you know, and they're discussing it because Norv was fired, and you know, and there's and Pepper was like outside, you know, and Pepper wanted to be it, and all this stuff, and. And you know they're like, yeah, let's let's do pepper, blah 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 blah. And I said, time out a minute, guys. I says, do you guys realize what everybody's going to be saying if you bring in Pepper Rod? You're going to be crucified. And they go, oh, yeah, maybe we are. And then that's how Rabisky ended up getting hired. Otherwise, otherwise it would have been Pepper Rogers. Well, at least they hired uh, Steve Spurrier to straighten things out there. It's Vinny and Haney, 1057. The fan will come back, take your phone calls. Vinny's keys to victory. Ravens, seven and a half point favorite. It's going to be raining. It's going to be warm, right? But windy and rainy. Yeah, so if it's rainy and windy, 63 is going to be feel more like the f- low 50s, I'm guessing. You want to get in for your picks, feel free to do so at 410-583-1057. New Orioles ownership, I know, would excite most of our fan base, but I'd just pump the brakes a little bit on that. Uh, let's do some intel on the situation before we start diving deep into We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseballs and boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Do it. Sports 24-7-1057. The voice of the fan. Don't let the fool you. 
Featured artist Friday, Bob Marley is chosen by you, the people. Get your song request in. 410-583-1057. That's your number, everybody. Bob Haiti, Vita Serato. We got a lot to get to today. Jonas Schaefer joining us top of the hour. Baltimore Banner. Preview of the Ravens and Rams coming up Sunday at 1 o'clock at MT. Keith Cavanaugh, TerribleTimes.com. Find out what's going on with this transfer portal stuff. With the football team, how's recruiting going for Mike Loxley with signing day coming up in a couple of weeks? And yeah, Maryland beat Penn State the other night, but five and four is not exactly what I'm sure Kevin Willard envisioned when the season started. But let's get out to the phones. WGK Law bringing us all together on the phone lines here. And it's Rashawn in Baltimore. Rashawn, what's up? Good morning. Good morning, man. How y'all doing? Good. Right. Um, real quick, my prediction, I got 24-17 Ravens. Uh, I know it's going to be a wet, sloppy game. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking forward to see, uh, you know, Marlon Humphreys come back, um, see if they're going to put him on Cooper Rush, see like, if he's going to be able to shut him down or not. Cooper Cup? Uh, Cooper, Cooper Cup. My, Cooper Cup. My coworker just <laughs> corrected me, too. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I would think that's the ideal too. one to put him on, at yeah, least um, this after coming back from injury. Yeah, that'd be a little task. Look at it. Um, uh, Cooper hasn't really been doing anything lately, man. Like he's kind of coming back game. from injury too, so he doesn't look to be full speed to me. Yeah, he's definitely not. He got uh, 18 catches in the last six games for 166 yards, only one touchdown. So, I mean, that's not you know no big numbers to me, you know, to be afraid of. But um, like I said, uh, I don't know if they're going to be passing the ball a lot in this rain. Hopefully not. Well, a lot of times um, the wind is the problem. The rain is not the problem in the passing game because in the passing game, if if your quarterback can handle it, throwing the ball in the rain is is much better because the receiver knows where he's going. The DB doesn't. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's definitely true about that one. Um, another thing too, right? Um, I mentioned this to the morning show a couple uh, days ago. So if if it stands where's that now and the Ravens got the second seed and say out that first home game, we played uh maybe the Colts or the Texans mm-hmm. and we wound up losing that game. Don't you think I I believe Harbaugh should be on the hot seat, man, because there's no way. You know, you, you, you haven't won a home game since what, two thousand twelve as it is anyway. And like when is enough is enough. I know Bashadi is uh, what if they have five turnovers yeah. which he would have nothing to do with. See, I mean, I guess you're saying that'd be Lamar fault then, huh? Yeah. Or, like, well, Tucker misses three field goals. I mean, there could be others, all uh, sorts of extenuating circumstances there. Yeah, I just, I just see there's no way if you get the second seed, you should lose to the Colts, the uh, Texans, or even the Browns well, again. Let me they ask already you lost to the Colts. So yeah. that. Well, let me ask you this. If uh, um, the Cowboys are the two seed and they lose in the first round, should McCarthy be gone? Uh, him and his appendix? Yes. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm 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 not a big fan of McCarthy, man. I want Dan Dan Quinn to get that job anyway. So um, I think I think McCarthy's gone anyway. If they don't reach the at least the Super Bowl, wow, well, I mean, I, 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 he's calling the plays, and Dak Prescott's playing the right, best Sean, he's ever played. <laughs> yeah, Dak Prescott right now MVP yeah. worthy guy. We talk about litmus test for him. Sunday oh. against Philly is going to be a huge oh, one. National there. TV, yeah. no doubt. He'll be all over that uh, what's sleep number bed of his. <laughs> Let's go to Kevin in Ellicott City. Kevin, what's going on? Vinny, Bob. What's good, fellas? Not it's too Friday, much. Friday, man. That's what's good. Hell, yeah. I got my purple Marlon Humphrey jersey on, man. All Walking right. the dog. I'm ready to get it. I, uh, I disagree with Rashawn lately. I think that's one of the – 
things that's made John Harbaugh one of the best coaches ever in the NFL to some degree. That man been on the hot seat since he stepped foot in Baltimore. Nothing's changed there. That's why we keep going. But, uh, you know, I was thinking about you, what you said about Miami. I mean, I would much rather go from our weather down there and feel warmer with my body than to go from a warm body into a colder body. Right? Well, the, the only thing I'm saying is you're used to it. They're not. So it's a lot harder for them to come here. For you to go there, it's benefit them. Yeah, true. I mean, they're used to it too, I guess. But uh, they're not used to that cold. You know, Tua comes from Hawaii. Tua yeah, lives in Hawaii. Miami. Tua hadn't. <laughs> I, I I think they keep saying he hadn't won a game under fifty degrees. Whew. But uh, Sean McVay, he's a competitor, man. I like the fire that that man brings, and I think uh, you know, with the with the numbers y'all been sharing about the running. Their offensive line starting to get nasty, right? That's when the offensive horses start getting nasty when you start running the ball like the way they are, the way we've been. I think we got to come out, be vicious and nasty, but uh, I know people might not like it, but I'm thinking more like 17-14 us. I think it's going to be a rock'em, sock'em game, and uh, we're going to hit them with a knockout blow late. All right, Kevin. Thanks for the call. Seven feet, uh, seventeen, fourteen over <laughs> under. By the way, if this is an appropriate gauge of what the odds makers expect, obviously it is thirty nine and a half. It's gone down because yeah, of the weather. As the as the week has progressed, it was forty two, I believe, on like Monday. Yeah, and the spread's going up a half a point in favor of Baltimore as well. Vinny and Haney, one hundred five seven. The Fed, Bob Haney, Vinny Serrano, Bob Marley, featured artist Friday. We got Nolan McGraw on the other side of the glass. Jonas Schaefer, Baltimore Banner, joining us top of the hour. Vinny and Haney's keys to the game. We're doing a hell of a job. We're resilient. We're moving on, and we're playing a ass over NFL football game right here. 105.7 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Here on this featured artist Friday, it's Bob Marley. You want to hear a song from that rock star? Send your request. Plus, for tax line at 410 510-583-1057. Bob Haney, Vinny Serrato, Ravens, Rams coming up Sunday. Ravens coming off a bye. Rams have won three in a row. Ravens trying to get that 10th win of the season. How they get it done? Let's find out. Keys. All right. Number one, handle the weather. And that, that, that could be the main key in this game is who handles the weather best? Who can, can who can handle that wet ball? And depending on the wind, because the wind is going to involve the throwers, the punters, the kickers. So there could be a lot of things that are determined <coughs> by the weather. Number two, control Aaron Donald. Run and pass. Now, usually on first and second down, he's lined up. Over the guard or over the guard or the center, he's in the a gap and he's still got quickness. You want to pull, he can beat you up the field. He is still explosive. Um, so in the run game, in the run game, running right at him is not a bad thing because he'll take himself out of the play a lot of times because he's going to jump around because he can't sit in there and stack. So if he jumps around, you know, you just take him to take him the direction that he wants to go. Now, in the pass game, if it's third down, a lot of times he's going to be out over your tackles. He's going to be lined up on the outside. And there's a good chance Ronnie Stanley and Morgan Moses, he's going to get under your pad and he's going to try to walk you back. He's going to try to bull rush you. So 
He doesn't chase like he did. He picks his spots, but he is still super talented and having a wet field, that takes away his quickness some and his get-off. Number three, the receivers for the Ravens, they got to get open. Lamar's going to have time to throw it, especially, I think, with a wet field. I think he'll have time to throw. But the receivers, they do a nice job in coverage. They do a good job in man coverage. You know, one and 44, the corners, do a pretty good job. You got to work to get open. You got to create some separation. Because when I watched the film, even Seattle, I mean, they didn't get a ton. But um, number one, let me get his name instead of calling him. Darian Kendrick, number one. He's susceptible to the double move. Susceptible to double move. Now, both of them are both of them are good. I mean, 44 Witherspoon, he's a good player too. Um, but we got to get work to get open. Number four, no explosive pay, plays by the Rams. Uh, didn't we? Who said, didn't Harb say that to or somebody? Harb, I think, had said that. And to me, explosive plays are 20 plus. Make them drive the ball. Don't give them easy plays. Now, last week against Cleveland, uh, Puka Nakua, he hit like a 70-some yarder um, in man coverage. So he's got that capability, and so does Tutu Atwell. So don't give them explosive plays. Number five, pressure Stafford. He's got nine picks. Neither offensive tackle is strong. You can bull rush them. Uh, the center, he's 295, and the left guard's a rookie. So I think Matabike, he, he can work a little magic over that left guard of Villa. And Pierce and Travis Jones, you know, pick that center up and walk him back like they have in the past. So pressuring Stafford is going to be key. Now, if they want to go deep, then I think Clowney, Clowney over there against Haverstein got a chance. They got a chance to get some. Seattle put a lot of pressure. Seattle blitzed a lot and brought a lot of heat and got him, got him moving. And, and how did they? What did they do the second half? The Rams they ran a ton of bootleg stuff to get away from all that blitzing. And I could see that possibly, you know, that they're doing that against the Ravens too. Uh, number six, limit the rush yards for the Rams to under 60 yards. The the biggest thing is you got to protect the edges. The Ravens got to protect the edges, the outside guys. You got to set the edge because they like to run it outside. They make a lot of plays outside, and they'll run jet sweeps outside, and they'll challenge you with the bootleg plays outside. So keep the rush yards under 60 yards. And if they don't give up anything on the outside, then I think they will. Now, Williams is a good back. He Um, averages 86 himself. Yeah, and he averages 5.1 per. So... um, It'll be that'll that'll be an interesting one. And then the Ravens rush for over 150 yards. Now they've given up some teams where they've given up a lot of rush yards, but I think because of the size and, and the physical attributes that the Ravens O line has, and with Ricard, another 300 pounder, then I think they're going to be able to overpower the Rams D line, <clears throat> especially if the Ravens can get ahead. You know, like in the fourth quarter, especially just kind of wear them down. But uh, and then with Lamar, you know, you got everybody spread out. I don't. Ernest Jones can run number fifty-three, the inside backer. Otherwise, you know, is it a real fast defense? I don't see it being a real fast defense. Um, the front. So then, can Lamar escape and make some plays? I think he can. So those are my uh, seven keys. To the game. If I had to just pick one, I would say handle the weather. 
Haiti 105.7 The Fan. We'll do a stat breakdown later on in the program, so stay tuned for that. Let's get out to the phones. Let's go to Rosedale. It's Antonio. Antonio, what's happening, my man? Good morning. How are you guys doing? Antonio, it's uh, Friday, right, man? Yep, TGIF. Yep. My score prediction is Ravens 34, Rams 31. Go Ravens. Have a fantastic weekend, guys. Thank you, Antonio. You do the same. 34-31 means the game ends at 5 because there's going to be a lot of scoring. 34-31. In the rain and wind. I I think that'd be a... It'd be a hell of a game to watch. Yeah. And I'm sure it would come down to a Justin Tucker uh, field goal, perhaps. Rams brought in uh, a veteran kicker this week, Mason Crosby. Yeah, from the Packers. Because they've had some issues at that position. But 34-31, I'll see it with all due respect to Antonio. But, I mean, that's a lot of beer to drink watching a game like that. 65 total points, bring it on. Yeah. I I mean, would I like that? Yeah, I'd enjoy that. But I don't, I don't see that with rain and wind. And I mean, when because I keep going back to that game because the one that reminds me of that is when they played the Niners and the Niners went to Super Bowl that year and the Ravens were pretty damn good. That was a 2017 game. It's Vinny at Haiti, 105.7. The fan will come back, preview the game a little bit more. Jonas Schaefer from the Baltimore Banner. Stay tuned for that. Got the whip around coming up, 11.15. Keith Calvin on TerrapinTimes.com. How's that football recruiting working out for Mike Loxley a couple of weeks from signing day? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 